Welcome back to a brand new episode of the 10th Inning Podcast. Um, I don't really know how to handle myself right now because everyone is in different seats. Same crew, different seats. Myself, Jack Miller to my left, Greg Mazzo, Tom Hill. Yeah, we switched it up today for Leap Day. Happy Leap Day, gentlemen. Yeah, it's a leap year. For those who celebrate. February 29th. It's phenomenal. Yeah. One of the best months of the year, honestly. February? Yeah. yeah. Where does, Why? Where does Leap Day rank? I can't explain, but it's just a phenomenal <laughs> month. You know, NBA basketball, all-star game. Yeah, but January just blows. Speaking of birthdays, my birthday was a month ago today. There we go. So yeah. both two two January kids over here, yep. and Tom's saying February is the best month, or one of one of probably top three, maybe top, top twelve. What is top one? Top probably. Oh, that's a good question. Probably September. Mm, that's like when football starts. Football starts. Baseball for playoffs, me. I would say like April, kind of May, or I mean September. October's yeah. up there for me. April's one of the better sports months because you got NFL good. draft, That's, baseball, yep. My birthday's NBA in April. playoffs. Really, yep. really underrated part. Yeah. But you're April? I'm April. So am I. Hey. April what? 17th. Oh, you scared me for a second. You said... And you're I was like, seven? Well, second. Oh. Yeah. It was almost a joke, but two days... Or a two day later, I'm, two I'm not. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fool. April means Major League Baseball, though. It does real major league yeah. baseball. Real major league baseball. That start that used to start in April around my birthday, but now it's late March. Yeah, I kind of like late March, honestly. Um, but something that uh, that I'm going to miss is Dollar Dog Night. Yeah, rest in we're, peace, Dollar Dog Night. We're, we're talking about that first. I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> I I think that deserves it. Twenty seven years and it's dead. Come on. Like, like, what are we doing? That's disgusting. <laughs> really? Like, what is it? It's now two for one now? At, yeah. Um, so if, Phillies? You, if you go to the Phillies game on this promotional night, Jack has thrown his hat in <laughs> disgust <laughs> and despair. Uh, you can buy one glizzy and get another <laughs> glizzy for free. <laughs> buy one, get one free. Two for one glizzy. So if you, night. let's just say, in theory, somebody wanted to potentially get four hot dogs. Yes. They would get eight. it for the price of two. No. It would be if you They'd buy six hot dogs, you get two of them for free. Because oh it's God. two buy two, get one free, right? No, it's buy one, get one free. Oh, then you're right then. So just double, yeah. Okay, then yeah. I thought it was buy two, get one free. So I think if you order four, you're getting eight. Yes. Which if you order like for the price of four, you're getting eight. Yes. Twenty dollars worth of hot dogs. <laughs> if I if I buy four and a half, I get nine. Why would you buy a half Math a hot pod? Dog? I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Math did someone pod. eat your hot dog? Have you seen they the video? <laughs> yeah, they probably did. <laughs> did you see the video of last year's Dollar Dog Night, which is probably the reason that there's no more Dollar Dog Night? But still, I mean, there's, now there's there's still a hot dog day for it's the Phillies. So funny though. Yeah, I mean, they they just have like a hot dog. They're race. all just throwing their yeah. glizzies in the air. Yeah. So, but they're still gonna do that on like one for like buy one get one free night. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Because everyone's gonna treat that as Dollar Dog Night. And do they are, didn't they take away the uh, the cannon or no? I think the cannon's still there. So I'm not sure because every time I saw like Dollar Dog Night is dead, 27 years old. I was like I was crying, but at the same time I saw the fanatic with his hot dog gun, and I'm like, is the hot dog gun dead or is it just Dollar I'm Dog Night is dead? Sure. 27 years feels like the length of uh, Bobby Bonilla's deferment plans <laughs> that he gets. Delivered to him from the New York Mets yeah, every July and the, 1st. And the Mets are still paying him to this day. I think they might have to do something with that with one of their I think it's players. until like 2035. I think it might be him. Francisco Lindor has something baked in there. Oh, I man. could be wrong. Was Bobby Bonilla that? What was I think he went to the Marlins or he might have been a Marlin before a Met. Jeez. 
Yeah, well, baseball. I mean, the Mets are in the news a little bit. We could go there. Yeah. Kodai Senga. Shoulder strain. Right. Yeah. He's. Uh, it does Mets not look cooked. good. It does not look good. <laughs> That's killer. And those things can linger. Their pitching's not very good as is without Tommy him. Tommy John's getting rumored. Yeah, I, it it might be time to mail in the season if you're a Met fan and mail in the season if you are the Mets. Billy Epler also had the uh, suspension. I believe that's the entire 2024 I season. So. He's not able to do anything Met-related. So. He just got hired. Yeah, yeah. So it's not looking good up in Queens. Kodai Senga, these things linger, as I mentioned. And Luis Severino, Adrian Hauser... DJ Peterson, Jose Quintana, that's not a rotation against some of these NL It's not worth lineups. pushing them back for. Right. Rushing so them back for. punt the season, get rid of Pete Alonso, get some prospects, let's get younger in here, and try to retool for So they're just getting prospects for Pete now? Like, is that the whole deal? Pete's fight? in a contract year this year, so mm-hmm. that'll be what type? What type of see. season do you guys see Pete Alonso having? I think a good one. I think he's going to hit a lot of home runs. He's 220, not average. like 330 on base. Yeah, probably about 45 homers. Yeah. Drive some runs. When Maybe 870 OPS. Yes. Yeah. I think by the trade like, deadline, he like gets mid 800. He's gonna have 30 homers to prove his case. That he belongs somewhere on a winning team. Yeah, you know that. You know the the stigma that comes with contract years. But who wants him? That's yeah, a lot of people. Like, right-handed power bat. Maybe like an an NL or AL Central team that thinks they could get hot like in the division and then try to get something going with another bat. Cleveland? Like maybe Cleveland, maybe mm, Minnesota. They got Naylor though. Naylor's, Naylor's Alonso, kind of a similar build in a half second. Maybe Minnesota. Maybe if your Royals well, jack get hot, they could mm, try to yeah, get something Royals. going. That'd it's going to be one of those. Just like really Brett's fun. team is the Blue Jays, your team is the yeah. Royals. Maybe now. Seattle. I think Seattle would be a good place. <laughs> he for fits him. in every lineup. Yeah, oh yeah. So. Yeah, it doesn't because he's, he's one of he like. It's hard to say this he's as a Phillies fan, but he's like literally one of the best first basemen in the league. But he's just on the Mets, which got a decent glove. Yeah. Decent he's hit fourth for probably every team except for two or three in the no in MLB. no literally every team. Who would you not put him fourth in? What lineup? The Dodgers. No, he would. Braves. Because you got Mookie, Otani, and Freeman all before him. Yeah, it I would, if and I put him over righty. Will Smith in a heartbeat. Lefty righty. Braves maybe. Yeah. On any lineup, but he would definitely Olsen's be the top there, five. So it just yeah. wouldn't make sense. He would e- he would not even touch five. He's easily top four. Like he's a four hole hitter, and that's who he is. Like, a four hole hitter on the Yanks. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, a four-hole sure. hitter on any team, yeah, literally any team. Like he is the definition of a four-hole hitter. But what do you do if you're the Mets, though? Because they're they're to me they're honestly they're pretty fascinating. Francisco. You're yeah. stuck with Lindor, so you're in a technically like a you're going to try and compete in that window. Alonso's in a contract year. Your best pitcher is probably done for. If I were to sit here today on February 29th, I'd say he's probably out for a few months. Where do you, it? It's interesting with the Mets because like they have. A big decision coming up with Alonzo. They already have, like you mentioned, Brett, Lindor locked up for a while. Um, and there's still a lot of holes on this roster. Their pitching rotation is right now not in a good place with obviously Sanga missing time to start the season. We'll see how that goes the rest of the season, obviously, once he comes back. And then, I mean, outside of Sango, who do you really have in this rotation that you can rely on that can become number one or number two starters? You don't really have anybody. I mean, they're just a bunch of number threes and number fours. And like how how much do you expect these guys that that, that they're just going to pitch at a high level? Yeah, I think their offense has a few nice pieces, obviously, but the pitching the pitching staff is definitely a huge issue right now for the Mets. One thing I would say though is like I always think of the aspect of like what if someone gets hot, and I always try and see who could get hot. 
in this Mets rotation. Oh, no there's one. just nobody. No, there's no one. There's literally nobody. Like I don't, Ooh. I don't see Carrasco getting high. I don't see Quintana getting, getting high. I really don't. Severino's not going to get high. No, like these no. guys aren't aren't going to get high. And Sean Manaya maybe for like three starts that he does every year. He might sure, end up in yeah. the bullpen, honestly. Yeah, they might. And just honestly, he should be guy. in the bullpen. Tom, a, and Tom, if you remember from our Yankee days, Severino was right. very injury prone. Oh yeah, he can't stay on the all field. those guys. Are. He missed Carrasco, like a whole season. yeah, Quintana. They're all like pushing thirty eight. Yeah, exactly. DJ Peterson, Tyler McGill. There's just nothing there. There really is. I think you McGill could get you a couple starts. You're like, whoa, here yeah. seven innings, that, eight Ks. That Pete Alonso is probably going to do, and someone that it's something that someone else did recently that is going to push his case to become more valuable in the trade deadline. He's going to win the home run derby again. I'll tell you that now. He will win the home Would run derby be a again. Three Pete. He, no, he, he didn't win it last year. Well, no, he didn't. He'll My have three. King won it last year. He'll have three. Shish. All right. Schwerber? <laughs> huh? No, it was, it was Vlad. Oh, nice. Mr. Guerrero. <laughs> his yeah. Vlad. Um, trophy. But, but his thing is, is he's going to win another a home chance. run derby, right? He's going to win a home run derby to mm-hmm. push his case to say, hey, I am a lethal power threat to whatever team he's trying to go to. But that's exactly what Juan Soto did to get him out of the Nationals, Bryce get Harper. him to the Padres. Harper Harper did that, but it wasn't for the trade deadline. It was for free agency. He, sm- he won the Armand Derby and then got a bag. I think the You're Mets right. have to cash in here. But the thing is, is that Alonzo's going to do the same thing one more time. Mm-hmm. And then by the trade deadline, that's going to push his case to say, hey, you guys all need me as a four-hole hitter. I to a team that needs a four-hole They hitter. know that they need him. <laughs> yeah, I they think. open their wallet. I think some players that you're going to look at this season that are going to have huge, huge years because obviously they're in contract years, they could possibly make a case for being MVPs, and then I'm going to mention a Cy Young winner in a second that I think is going to win. I think I mentioned it on one of the other shows as well. I think Corbin Burns is going to win the Cy Young this year. I think Juan Soto is going to win AL MVP, and then I think Alonzo could definitely make a case this year if he stays healthy. And um, I don't know if Burns is, but I know Soto and Alonzo both Scott Boris guys, and you know the type of agent that Scott Boris is. He wants all these guys to get the most money that they can possibly get. So these guys are not really going to sign extensions before the season because they want them to go and test the market and try to get the most money and bet on themselves. That's what you're going to probably see from some of these guys this year. We yeah. saw it with Judge, obviously, but I don't think Judge was a Boris guy. Um, I don't think so. I but I know, but is. we saw what happened with Judge before the 2022 season happened. The Yankees offered him a... I think it was a $250 million contract. He turned it down, bet on himself, got $150 more um, and signed that huge deal after he had one of the greatest seasons that we have ever witnessed in our lives. So it's going to be interesting to see what these guys do this season, how they perform. Kicking it back to the Mets, lastly, they have the number eight farm system in the MLB right now. One of their top guys, Mauricio, just tore his ACL, I think. They have Luis and Angela Acuna. Too. Like they have, to, I like, but I'd honestly be willing to bring these kids up by like May or June. I mean, just test it. Why not? Like we've already seen Beatty. That's what I mean. At least and, Francisco and Alvarez. we've seen uh, Mauricio Vientos. We've seen Mauricio as well. But, he's he's gonna miss but, all of this year, but he I know. is. Yeah, he's scary. I well, saw my him thing, in AAA. My thing is is, is like, like I don't know if it's if it's just who the person is, but. I mean, Frank the Tank's already said that <laughs> that what? Brady's that Beatty is just done. Like he 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 sees him as a bust already. I mean, they they and that's like the biggest Mets fan. I know, like he gets some some t- temper tantrums every once in a while, but like he is a Mets fan, and I think he can actually genuinely see it. 
it's weird how Cohen bought the team and everything was geared to compete. So that's why, like, I don't necessarily know if Cohen wants to rebuild for four or five years, although he might have to. He's admitted that he wanted to rebuild for potentially two years. That's but just, if you're, if it just you're, doesn't work like that. If yeah. you're Cohen, it's just interesting because you sign Lindor thinking you're going to compete, and then you bring in Verlander and Scherzer, Scherzer, and then you get rid of it within a year. So you didn't even let last season marinate. You just Scherzer, we're going to get some prospects. Verlander, we're going to get some prospects. With Lindor's contract, you know the defense is great, but I, I don't think you can really move that. But yeah, you have to move Alonzo. You got to get people back for him because I just think. This season, I don't think they can get hot. I think they are done. I don't think they're pitching anywhere near good enough. I don't even know if they're as good as Miami. Do you think Steve wow. Cohen, like at the trade deadline last year, got to a point and pretty much looked himself in the mirror and said, what I'm doing is not going well for us. That's why he went out and traded Verlander. He went out or he traded away Verlander. He traded away um, Scherzer at the deadline. He Last year, to. yeah, well, His he obviously had to, forced. but like I think now because the Mets really had a pretty quiet offseason, um, I think Cohen's starting to realize that just spending all the money that you have in the world isn't going to work, and that I need to start building up a little bit of a farm system, start bringing up these young guys, let them get a chance, see what they can do, and then just build from there, and then obviously add pieces to make your team better. Like, obviously, they added Lindor, um couple years back but that was I think before no that Cohen was at the time when they got Lindor because when Cohen took over as the Mets owner I believe it was in 2020 and that's when they got Lindor and they they re-signed Nemo this is the Mets projected 2024 lineup it's actually not too bad of a lineup the problem with them is obviously their pitching let's staff let's rate it let's rate it Brandon Nemo leading off this is the projected he lineup he's got a bag too yeah, yeah well Nemo's a good player he deserves it yeah honestly Especially with the market in today's game. A little bit overpaid, but he still deserves it. Jeff McNeil, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, Starling Marte, DJ Stewart, Francisco Alvarez, Brett Beatty, and Harrison Bader. I said the same thing I said last year. I don't know where the home runs are coming. That's how you're going to have to win. I mean... Outside of Alonso, it's not a lot of power. depending on Alvarez to have 30 plus. It's a lot of contact, guys. Alvarez can hit for power. You guys underestimate Alvarez a little bit. No, I'm not underestimating him, but I'm saying that for them to compete. I definitely am. I think it's one of those things where, and I was looking at that lineup with Beatty and Alvarez. I wonder if a lot of it is just projecting hype out of the young guys more so than this is kind of who they are. The issue is is just that they have no pitching. No. They don't have pitching at all. Yeah, and that lineup's not scoring you eight runs a night. No. No. It's not scoring eight runs a night, but it's also giving up, like, Five or six. That's what I'm saying. So what, what would you say? It's like a B minus to a C plus. It's probably slightly better than the Marlins. Slightly better than Marlins. Yeah, because the Marlins are also Dude, another if the team. The Marlins and the Mets combined, they might be one of the best teams in baseball right now. <laughs> like seriously, like if you give the Mets, Marlins have some if you give the Mets issues. the Marlins pitching, and then you give the uh, the Marlins the Mets two hitting. players from the Mets. In terms like, of putting the that, ball that, in play, they're already they're already a bet like the best team in, in baseball. Like seriously, what does that look like? We're Marlins fitting, have all uh, the pitching and the Mets have all the hitting. We're fitting Jesus Lazardo in pinstripes as we oh. speak. <laughs> in City Field pinstripes. But the Marlins aren't going to have Alcantara this year. Well, I mean, still, I mean, the pitching is still really good yeah, for yeah. the Marlins. It's they still got Edward Cabrera. Cabrera, they got He's Yuri nice. Perez. Yuri Perez. Cabrera. Jesus Lazardo. That's that's a really young core to deal with. And then you have Alcantara next year. Sixto. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, day. Well, Maybe. Maybe. By the time Real Mito <laughs> yeah. retires. Hopefully. Maybe when we're in our 40s. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to come back. But Cabrera could be a good pitcher for the Marlins. He's it's just be, that 
It's just that he has a lot of control issues. I watched him a lot last year. He he has a hard time sometimes. A lot of those guys just like throw it two miles per hour less and throw for location, and it's pretty easy to fix. Yeah, yeah. That's like a lot of people focus on speed, like velocity and stuff like that. Yeah, but they don't have the control, as uh, Greg was saying. But when you bring your speed down, just bring down a little bit, a little bit. Still throwing ninety six. Exactly, which is still pretty good. (laughs) It's ridiculous, but. I mean, it's a heavy sinker that Cabrera throws. It's why all these guys are having arm issues. Yeah. The human body's not supposed to be able to do what these pitchers do. True. That's why yeah. every pitcher, it, it's, I don't know why the Rangers invested all those years of money into Jacob DeGrom because it's a risky investment. I mean, He's we've seen Garrett Cole stay healthy, sad. but you never know with him. They're a ticking yeah. time bomb. I'm glad you brought up Jacob DeGrom because I think this was a topic that I thought about the other day and I was like, I think this needs to be brought up. Because Jacob DeGrom, I think we can all agree, probably could be the best. Well, yeah, I think we've seen at times he's the best pitcher in the game when he's on his game and when he's healthy. But that's been the problem with DeGrom. He has not been able to stay healthy. Whenever he comes back, when it's like, what is it, June, July from Tommy John surgery. July. Do you think, I think he's like 34, 35 years old as well. I wonder if DeGrom's going to start to realize that throwing 102, 103, and I understand that makes him effective, but... Do you think maybe he has to tone it down a little bit on his velocity just so that he can stay on the field? Even if it's not making him as effective, as long as he's there, it's only going to make the Rangers better. I, I, I'm i just wondering maybe like if these doctors start to talk to him about what's happening and you know anything that he can fix that to, that he can stay on the, on the field. Maybe it's something that DeGrom's going to have to keep in mind about. I don't think that's going to happen. Only because... There's still a lot of people that throw for velocity that have not gotten injured. Zach I think Wheeler. he's just gotten the the bad luck of the draw. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, not even Wheeler. I mean, you look you look at I, like I don't care how young he is. Look at Skeens, bro. Like Skeens. Yeah. We I mean we saw in our we we had an audition the other day, me and Tom, where it was LSU versus the Tennessee Volunteers, and we watched pretty much the whole game before we had an audition, and he was throwing. He had, like, 25 pitches thrown, and 14 of them were fastballs that were just above 100 miles an hour. Like, that guy's nuts. Like, And game. he's pitching today against Corbin Burns, and he will go against Jackson Holiday today, which is actually insane. You would think MLB would televise that, right? Yeah, but they're Why not. Why would they? So, <laughs> <laughs> that requires not. actually uh, growing the game. Yeah. So. No, but back that? to Greg's point, I, still, I don't no, necessarily no, think so. No, but either. for my point, though, is like he's going to keep so doing either. it because other guys are still doing it. Like It's not like velocity has not become a huge factor in pitching. It has. It's it's yeah. the biggest one of the biggest factors in pitching is to blow it by somebody. And that's just the way baseball is going, and people are trying to reach 101, 102 consistently. And... It's just a matter of DeGrom's just going to keep doing it. And he also has that 90, that 93, just, That's the most dominated gyro slider. slider. It's the Jeez, grossest dude. pitch I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it's, is it more, <laughs> all right. Still. The pitch itself, is it is it better than Mariano's? Could argue run value was. No. No. no but dude, DeGrom, I have never seen anyone of, touch DeGrom's slider. He throws in terms it at of like ability, 94 and just hooks it at the bat, the hitter's back ma- ankle. The ability to has. throw it is unbelievable. Yeah. Like 93 well, The pitch well, itself, not the legacy, not the legacy, That's not the pitcher. Mo got gifted from the Minnesota Twins a broken bat chair. Yes. From all the bats that he broke from the Minnesota Twins. That's just the Twins. That's no, I'm not talking funny. about the legacy. I'm not talking about the legacy. I'm talking about the literal pitch itself. Just yes. the pitch per pitch. Yeah. I think 
DeGrom's slider is Make an argument. is right there. It's that dominant. It's 94 miles an hour, and it's just... The Rangers need him to be a legit pitcher. And I think unless he finds a way to maybe develop a cutter, sinker, don't throw as many heaters. CC Sabathia did the exact same mm-hmm. thing, and he kind of revitalized his career towards the end, the 2017-18-19 uh, seasons. He was a little bit better because there was a time in that contract with the Yankees where he was bad because the velo dipped, and instead of getting hurt, he was just getting hammered. But I think if you're DeGrom, I think you really have to figure out a way to just it, – it's time. It's over. The velocity days, they're over. you got to find a way. You're not just going to be a sinker. you got to be a 6-4-3 pitcher. You got, I mean, you're not just going to be a closer – making that type of money. You got to redevelop and revitalize your career. And I think he's going to have to, he, he, he's going to have to, but then yeah, throw going, a cutter like Corbin Burns. <laughs> going back to, going back to what we were talking about before, the question is, will he do it? And all of us are saying that he won't because that's obviously what makes him effective. And I believe, let me look it up real quick. I think DeGrom's like 34 years old. Uh, Let's, I want to talk about something. That's 35, great. actually. Not great. We're talking about pitches and stuff. Like, genuinely, like, well, generally, I should say. What is the best pitch in baseball to throw? Like, if you want, like, if it's like a 3-2 count, like, what's the best pitch to just throw at somebody? I mean, like, even if it's hanging or not, like, what's the best pitch? I think elevated fastball is probably the best. But people look for that. Like, they do, but like if you can it. really throw it well and it gives the deception that it's dipping down and it doesn't dip and you swing right underneath it, I think that's the best pitch. I also think fastball is typically most pitchers' bread and butter. So if you throw a curve or a slider or a changeup, there's a chance you float it down the middle, you hang it, maybe you yank it and it's ball four. Three, two, I think you just go with your gut and just throw them a heater and Even like a cutter, locate though, it. Is like gross. Even the twelve six curve, yeah. But if you hang that, you're cranking that. The thing, I think it it just depends on what your best pitches are and what you're really good at throwing. I think that's what it comes down to for all pitchers in baseball. Watch that Cole Hamels change up for hours. The Bradledge slider. (sighs) So many pitchers, yeah. Forty eight saves. Ridiculous. That slider, but Steven Strasburg's change up. Oh my god. It just helps when you're throwing 99 and yeah. then it just drops. Just dips at the last second. It's, yeah, it's kind of like with Garrett Cole's knuckle curve, dude. It's insane yeah. that he has that with the 100-mile-per-hour fastball that he's got in his back pocket. <laughs> I also, oh, on the topic of pitchers, like arm slots is also so, like Chris Sale, a lefty who like hooks his body all the way out towards first base and just throws a hunter right back. Yeah, being a lefty hitter there is a nightmare. Yeah. Not ideal. I could watch Strider's fastball all day. Strider throws. Strider just pumps. Oh yeah. Nick Castellanos said otherwise though. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Don't talk about. My, I mean, if, uh, if Strider Cy Young winner Spencer. If Strider can cut. <laughs> if Strider can cut down on the home runs, I think one day he's going to win a Cy Young. I think one day might be this year. This could year could be, but he's got to cut down on the home runs. That's why his ERA was as high as it was. I don't wait. Did he give up a lot of home runs? Because oh, I, yeah. I know he oh, was. Oh yeah, there was a lot of solo shots of too. Yeah. So he had he had They're a twenty twenty two cold though. season where there were some games where he gave up like three four homers. Cole was the same way that year in twenty twenty two. That's why his ERA was like three point five that year. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Cole was Mister Mister Solo Shot. <laughs> and then he reminded everybody who he was in the playoffs that year. He was Nola that year. Yeah. Oh my, Nola's Austin, fourth inning. Not not uh, like Boston really got you guys with Cole, like especially Rafi. Yeah. yeah, they own us. Damn, 
unfortunately. Really? Right now, as we speak? Not right now, not as a team. No, they're pathetic. But <laughs> when they face <laughs> Cole, there we go. they own us. Yeah. It's a shame. Unfortunate. But Although we're going to own Corbin Burns this year. <laughs> Corbin Burns got those Corbin Burns Garrett Cole matchups are going to be something to watch. What's the this score year? right now? Five two bottom five. Corbin Burns one and one point two innings, three hits, three earned. Ooh, ooh, sounds like he's wow. in Yankee Stadium <laughs> in July. <laughs> Some foreshadowing. That is the Pirates lineup to Rodolfo Castro. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the, we'll acquire him. <laughs> the O'Neal Pirates. Cruz. The Pirates are cooking. Two for crazy. three. How'd Skeens do? Skeens scoreless inning. One, just one scoreless. Yeah, they're not. They're not pushing. And Jackson Holiday is what? Jackson Holiday is one for three. Good for him. Good for him. He's do. He was doing really well in the. James McCann hitting cleanup. Who? How? James McCann. Yeah. I don't know how. Who was it for? The Pirates. Uh, Baltimore. Oh yeah, I don't know. He's been there too long. Jorge Mateo, one for two. You're not taking my spot, Jackson. (laughs) You're not taking my spot. But. Talk Bellinger. I was gonna say, like, no one took his spot for Chicago. No, he's back in the Windy City. Yeah, yeah. How many is. years? Three, three, three. Player option in first two years. Yeah. So he, we might be here next year talking about the same player. Yeah. Not having a home. Yeah, we might. I, I don't think that'll happen though. If he has the same year or better, he's staying. Cubs are saying, yeah, we want you back. I think Bellinger would agree. I mean, he agreed to come back this year. Yeah. And it seemed like he was, he seemed like. Who needed who more? I think the Cubs needed Bellinger. I think the Cubs needed Bellinger No, but Bellinger also like, like he didn't really have a home. Like there wasn't really any rumors of who else was going to go. Because you know, Boris was asking 200 million. Well, I know, but, and no no one else was really looking for him. Like it was kind of like. Neutral, where it was just, or mutual, I should say, not even neutral, mutual, where it was just Bellinger being like, "Yeah, I don't have a home." I think Cubs, he you found still need one, me. Though. Let's Cubs, make something happen. The Cubs needed him. Yeah, Bad. they did. Cause they've but done nothing, literally I, nothing. I think Snell the Montgomery. I think the Cubs won it with this signing, then Bellinger won with his signing that he signed with the Cubs because. You're seeing it with a bunch of other free agents now as well. Like Montgomery still hasn't signed. Snell hasn't signed. Matt Chapman hasn't signed. These players are hurting themselves. Bellinger was going to get over at least $100 million if he would have signed, like, let's say, at least a month ago. And the longer that these players wait, the less money that they're going to get. And that's why Bellinger took only $80 million, where I thought he was going to get, like, 150 easily um, if you were to say this, like, a month and a half ago. But... Um, I think it got to a point with Bellinger where it was he was just desperate and he knew the longer that he was going to wait, he was going to get less money. And he just decided, hey, let me just take this deal and then we'll see what happens in three years. Maybe I'll get an extension within these three years if I continue to perform like I did last year. And then with these other free agents, Snell, Montgomery, these guys got to start signing soon because Snell's, gonna, Snell's not going to get $250 million like he thinks he's going to get. Montgomery, we don't know what his market's like yet. He did have a really good season, especially in the postseason, but what teams are willing to pay him $175 million? So I think this is something that these players are going to have to realize and and maybe take notes of this. Yeah, but Tom, what do you think? Well, how do you feel about the whole Bellinger situation? I'm glad that the Cubs brought him back because they just need something dynamic in their lineup. He was phenomenal last season. 
I think it is tough with these Boris guys, and I think Boris is kind of in their ear telling them, hey, don't settle. Don't try to just take a contract because you see money. We're going to, you know, wait it out. And we've seen before some years where Dallas Keuchel, Craig Kimbrell, that one year, I think it was 2019, where they waited out and signed, I believe, in late May or or early June it was. It might have been a little bit earlier. But these guys are not budging. They're, you know, arrogant and they're adamant about this is my worth. This is what Boris feels their worth is. And I don't know. It's just back to Snell and Montgomery. I don't understand you know, why the Red Sox haven't at least given one of them a look. I mean, they need pitching bad in that tough division. You know, maybe the Orioles throw some money at somebody. I think they're in a different situation because Burns is kind of an approved year. So they might need some new ownership. If I'm being completely honest, because well, that, that team is a legacy. You just team. punt. Well, they just got a they just got a new GM. Yeah, but he's not. There's no reason why Mookie Betts should not be. A Red Sox still. That's crazy. Yeah, like especially you, considering Bogarts and JD left. Yeah, and you, well, and what, and which in retrospect aren't even that. And then they got rid of Verdugo. Yeah, they flipped. Right. And they got rid of Verdugo. Like, Jeter Downs. Yeah, like what are we doing? Like Jeter Downs. I mean, he's now with the freaking Washington Nationals. You know? And like, what are we doing? Like seriously, like, what I, are we doing? I don't know. But if you're Boston, like, fire your own dude. Like. Sell the team. Like, you need a yeah, new John owner. Henry. You need a new yeah. owner because now you look like a, you look like a, a team in a small market. They're acting like a small market I mean, team. They're acting crazy. like the Royals. Both yeah. of your rivals, one of your rivals was in it for Otani, another one got Soto, and another one just got Corbin Burns. Like, and they haven't done anything. They one not done the only thing they did was sign Lucas Giolito, who was probably the worst pitcher in baseball the last couple months of the year. Yeah. Ooh, he'll be serving up some and he's the ace meatballs in August. Did, didn't he get DFA twice? <laughs> he did, yep. yep. He did. That Angels. The, oh, he man, was an angel, was and then the Angels, right after acquiring a few players, were like, you know what? We're going to cut what did, why did we do this? salary. Why was we he, don't understand why we did this. Everyone's was he, free. Yeah. Was he with the Guardians first, or did he go to? Guardians the, after the Angels. Because okay. yes. the Angels, it was like, we got Randall Gritchick, Angelina Chialito, but then yeah, it was like, Gritchick was, we're good. had like a thing. That's Gritchick had a DFA, too. That was at the time last year where the Angels were trying to convince Shohei Otani to come back so that they went out and, and made all Did these trades to stuff, try to make yeah. a push for the playoffs, and it never really worked out. And then that's when Shohei... Um, Complete game shutout he, against Detroit. Well, that and then towards the end of the season, he basically just cleaned out his locker room and then says, I want no part of this anymore. The Angels are a joke, too. I mean... That's a mess. That is a hot mess. Yeah. Well, all right. Genuine question: When do we see the Angels actually being good again? I don't know if there's ever maybe twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty seven, something like that. If some of their prospects can develop, <laughs> Joe Adele, we Imagine thought was going to be something for like A's Angels. I feel like they never have any good pitching. No, they never do. They never Jared do. Weaver is the greatest Angels pitcher. That's yeah. not true. There's, they've had really good relief pitchers in the past. Starting but they pitching. never have... The, starting pitching, it's a different story. Where is their Strider? Where's their Bobby Miller? Where's their flamethrower at like 23 years old? They have old, Joe Adele, just, but... Feels like every team's got one nowadays. Right. They have Joe Adele, Taylor Ward. We're still waiting on... Like, this is, I mean, do they even have... Joe Adele's have a Ranger like Suarez. Years. No. Yeah. Reed really Detmers, don't. I guess, is all right. They're stuck with that Rendon contract. That's that what really hurts them now. That's right. They really handcuffs. Who was the guy that they signed last year from the Dodgers? Who was that guy that they signed? Tyler Anderson. For like, Tyler yeah, Anderson. Him. I mean, they have him, but... Eh. He's just an innings eater. Yeah. Which is code for... You're not good, but you can pitch 200 innings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, they have some pieces, but they're just not... 
great. They don't I have mean, anything. Like seriously, like I think legit ticket prices for like Angels and Athletics games are gonna be like three bucks a pop. Like it's gonna be the Angels don't have anything. I wouldn't doubt it. I can't look. Angels at it. don't have anything. You I, have a rotting and th- and it's gonna be Hall of Famer. Yeah, and those are gonna be like at the A Stadium too. Like they ain't, those games probably be like a buck for a seat. Like, like seriously, like wh- who would want to go to that game? It's gonna be a hot mess of a game. Those who enjoy good West Coast baseball. <laughs> Just traveling out to Oakland for no reason. <laughs> you want to watch the Asturi Ruiz break the stolen base record? Yeah. Some of, uh, yeah. I'm Asturi Ruiz fan club. Get him out of there. Jump on the bandwagon now. Cause I do think that once uh, the athletics, be in the league much longer. I do yeah. think once, though, that the athletics get to Vegas, they start climbing back up. I think they're just in this joke period right now, but at the same time, they're getting their they way They better. They freaking better. It's weird, dude. They've had patches of success, like the early 2010s with Cespedes. They had Chapman, Simeon, and, and Olsen pitching. all on one team. Yep. They're ridiculous at finding talent. Yeah. Like the Rays. And Chapman yeah. was prime Chapman. In but that was when, yeah. at the time, Billy Bean was running the team. Yeah. And now he's not there no more. Donaldson. Yep. Goes on. The list goes on. Brett Laurie was yeah. on. Brandon Moss. Like they, there dude, was they no just point, got like career years. There was out no of these point guys. for like them to trade anybody. Like they couldn't aff- they they acted like a small market team that yeah was quir- no trying to be quirky. They're going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah they're dead. They're see. dead set on it. Yeah. If there's the, see. if there's one team that really knows how to develop talent, and they've been, and then they're in the Yankee division as well. That would be the Tampa Bay Rays. I've never seen a team lose players, lose star players. And replace them and be just as effective. Like they lost Blake Snell, they lost Charlie Morton a few years back, and then they were able to bring up Shane McClanahan, and he turned into Stuck. one of the better pitchers. Yeah, Stuck. one of the better pitchers in baseball. But unfortunately, this year he won't be pitching. He's out for the season. Um, Zach Eflin, though. Yeah, <laughs> Zach I would Eflin. say though that their most expensive free agent sign. I would legitimately say and argue that Shane McClanahan. Over Blake Snell is a better left-handed pitcher. Oh, e- easily. 100%. I agree. Because, I mean, we, t- we joke about it all the time, Tom. Mr. 5.1 <laughs> innings pitched, Blake Snell is dealing out walks. Yeah, five and a right. third boy. One side, <laughs> yeah. And I legit think that McClanahan is a dominant, more dominant ace than Blake Snell. And I think if McClanahan was on the free agent market, he would be getting more money than Blake Snell. The only problem with McClanahan is Besides his injury. two years in a row, he's an animal up until July, and then the wheels fall off. And with 2023, it was the injury, and then they brought him back, and then he got hurt again, missed the season. 2022 is kind of a similar thing where he had the impingement in August. They brought him back, wasn't good. We'll see how he looks after surgery. These guys come back after surgery looking pretty good. Typically, you don't see too many pitchers completely fall off, but... Jack, I would agree with your point. I think if McClanahan was healthy and he was out there on the market, I think he'd be demanding probably $35 million a year. Yeah, I mean, he's McClanahan is a freaking animal. Arm surgeries almost just come with the job now as being a, a major league pitcher. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want your arm to legitimately fall off? Sign an MLB contract as a pitcher. Go get Tommy John, come back, yeah. and then throw somehow harder. That's why what Aaron Nola's been able to do is absolutely amendable because yeah. – yeah, uh, every fifth day. Yeah, he's, thirty-three he's, starts, a decision in all of them, probably. Yeah, I think I fall guilty to not appreciating Aaron Nola for that because you see those five innings, five earned. And you're like, dude, 
This guy's getting two hundred million. But he's out there every fifth day. Wheeler too. Guy who throws hard. Yeah, but he's he's, he's not even he's throw out there. as hard. He's just dude, a, he sits like ninety eight. The reason he's good is because location, dude. That's the only reason. He's nasty. And he's dependable too. That's it's the like most he impressive throws part. like ninety six, ninety seven on a good day. Mm-hmm. I mean he, he he averages around like ninety five, right? But he's a hard ball thrower though. But he locates. Locates That's and he the throws difference. the slider off of that. That's the difference between someone like Wheeler and Strider is Strider can't find that location, but Wheeler Strider's can. Luckily Strider, he just <laughs> flings it at a hundred right in the zone, and yeah. we're gonna either get a swing and a miss or I think Brandon Nimmo might take us. Someone that's gonna going. have something similar like that happen to him in the beginning of the season's Paul Skeens. Paul Skeens, I swear, every time that he threw a fastball in that College World Series, more than half of them were like right down the plate, and you can't do that in um, Major League Baseball because in Major League Baseball, people are used to hundred miles per hour going down the zone. But in college, people are not really used to 100. They're used to, like, mid-90s. That's why I think, like, with Strider, and you see with some of these other pitchers as well, when they try to blow fastballs right by other hitters, eventually they're going to – they're not going to get away. Like, eventually they're going to get to it. One of these hitters are going to get to uh, running into a ball, and they're just going to hit it out of the ballpark. Like, we saw that with Strider. We saw that with Garrett Cole. And Garrett Cole still gives up home runs, even with how good he is, though. Um, But – it shouldn't take it shouldn't take away what they do. Like if they're going to give up home runs, it doesn't mean that like they should like tone it down a little bit on what they're trying to throw because it's what makes them effective. I think it's more about just adjusting as the game goes on and what hitters are up and knowing what pitches they don't like to see. Like for example, Judge, I would say the pitch that he doesn't like to see is the down and away slider, which. I, well, I've seen at times Judge chase that pitch, but most of the time he's very, very good at laying off those down and away sliders, especially early on in Judge's career we've seen that. Um, but just to throw out an example there, you, we've seen certain hitters not like certain pitches. Yeah, what do you what do you think, Brent? In regards to what? Just like what Paul Skeens, I feel like. I'll just come back to Paul Skeens. Yeah, like, I, uh, how do you think he develops because – um, he might he might just start throwing meatballs down the plate like in college, and some people kind of like that pitch, just a fastball down the mm-hmm. plate, and yeah, the seats it goes. I don't really have a problem with it. I think he's gonna give up home runs. I think that's what all these young guys are doing. They're throwing as hard as they can. They're gonna give up some home runs, but they're gonna develop. They're gonna be savvy as they go along in their careers. These guys are twenty. Do you see what's Strider? Twenty. Do you see Skeens being like a Four. like? You see Skeens being like a genuine like ace Yeah, I think he's the real deal. I think he's 100% the real deal. Will the Pirates keep them? No. <sighs> He'll pitch his way out of the Pirates' ability to keep players. They'll get him for five. Maybe after that fifth year, it's they'll try to When the Pirates are good, though, the they deadline. will invest. And he's coming up at the right time with O'Neill Cruz. True. Brian Reynolds. You, I mean, like, obviously, there. like, what am I talking about? You but also like, can't get to a point to where, like... You also can't get to a point to where, like, you bring these guys up and they're performing at a level where it's unbelievable. But maybe after, like, two, three years, they start to come down to earth a little bit. You can't wait until their values are all the way down. you got to make a point to where you're going to trade these guys and get some good value prospects back because if you wait until their values go down, then nobody's going to want them. Like, we've seen this with other prospects before in the past. I think it's something that needs to be pointed out because a lot of teams do this. The best pitchers, and understandable too. Who's the best prospect in all of MLB right now? Like off of like not off of MLB pipeline. I don't care what they. Yeah, I'm not looking at that. 
who do we think is genuinely the best prospect out of this minor league system right now? I think for me, it's either Skeens or Holiday. It's got to be Holiday. I yeah. think it's Jackson Holiday. Yeah, I mean he's he's just able to put the the bat on the ball and put it anywhere over the fence. I saw a clip of him like swinging a bat when he was like five years old. He's got like a launch angle. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even he, teach? He this? comes from Matt Holiday family yeah. of baseball. He's going to be a phenomenal player. We all love Adley Rutschman and and rightfully so because so of what he's saying, able to do. But are we saying Skeens is the best pitcher prospect right now? I think yeah. Skeens is going to. Be really good. I think he's going to develop secondary pitches, which is going to make him insane. I think yeah, he gonna, has a few. He's, he's going to throw that hard slider. He's got the slider. He's got changeup. Even the prospect from the from the Brewers as well. Right, Marici or Choria. Choria, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I'm I wanted that. you to say I didn't want. I yeah. wasn't going to be able to pronounce. So, but yeah, I mean, he got a good contract too, so he's probably going to be up with the Brewers from day one, which might be. a Good hit. I like the it. Get these, like, Maybe Wyatt line. Langford, another position player. I'm trying like some to of these prospects on these, like, iffy teams just need to be up there day one or, yeah. like, come in and match. Especially like the Dylan team Cruz. Sucks. The team sucks. Mm. I don't hate I mean, it. I don't I've hate done it. my Maybe. research on I don't him hate of, it. No, no. I don't, I don't here's my thing. I, as broadcasting the Blue Rocks, I will tell you this. They com- skip the jump of high A with Dylan Cruz. He went from batting, I think, like two, three hundred with uh, low A, single A, Fredericksburg. He went to double A, just straight from low A. Bat started batting one eleven. That huge jump didn't really help. Obviously, like yeah, there's there's been development in the off season, but the jump really hurt him last season. So I think he starts in the minors. There's no way he starts in the majors this year. Absolutely no way. He's going to start in the minors somewhere. I'm not sure where, but he will start in the minors at some point. Or to start the season because it, when if as a Nationals like you got to see that jump kind of scares you a little bit. You mm-hmm. need to make sure that it's he's developed right. to get to the majors. I mean, you can see it in spring training, but still, you got to see it in like minor leagues and stuff. It's weird with some of these teams. The Nationals might fit in this mold because they are a big market team when they're good. But as you mentioned, with some other teams, but. The Yankees did it similarly with Volpe, where Volpe wasn't necessarily ready for the big leagues, but they were pretty much just like, hey, this is going to be our future. We'd rather you go through your Struggle now. struggles here, but at least it's MLB. I don't know if the Nationals are ready to do that with Cruz. It'll be interesting when they call him up, if it'll be this year. But just an aside here, what happened to Jack Leiter? Oh. I mean, what Skeens is is what Leiter was, was branded be. to be. Yeah. I want to go Al back to Leiter. Volpe real quick. Oh, he's with the Rangers, right? Or no? Rangers, yep. yeah. yeah going back Rangers. to Volpe real quick, I also think that stuck. I also think going into that year, he was their best option at shortstop over over IKF. Yeah. No, I would agree. I think the situation kind of allowed him to grow or at least be in Major League Baseball and grow from there. I thought he had a pretty good rookie season. It's just need more on the on base department and some more power. It was it was a polarizing rookie season for Volpe. Like the home runs, he had twenty one, but he did hit two eleven, and his OPS was like six sixty. So, I think if he, I think, and he struck out a lot too. And I don't think that's Volpe's game. His his game is more to just get on base, put the ball in play, and steal bases. That's what Volpe's game. And we've seen the defense is there for Volpe. He won a Gold Glove this past year at shortstop. So, so with all these prospects being named, um. Let's talk about players that are actually in the MLB, been in the MLB Breakout for... Breakout candidates. Yeah, who do we think 
breaks out, not even just as a prospect, but as a genuine stud this year. I think if anyone wants to start, I have an answer, but if anyone else wants to start. Go on C.J. Abrams. Yeah. I think he's... Give me that. (laughs) I know, I know. A little Nationals love. I think he's going to, like, steal, like, 50 bases. Something crazy. I'm going higher than projections probably will be. He's probably going to be in the 30s, maybe 40 range. Yeah. I saw a guy steal 70 bases last year. That was one guy. I know, but I think that that's going to increase a little bit. C.J. Abrams, I think he's going to hit for... Get on base. Maybe a little uptick in power. Maybe, yeah. I see him hitting upper twenties homers. The glove should be should be there. I think he's gonna have a really good year. Yeah, C.J. Abrams. He's definitely like, in a little bit it's of weird more because like I never would have thought that setting. I never would have thought that I would say that he would be a leader of a small team, and he is for the Nationals. And they have a lot of outfielders to potentially call up. I mean, with Cruz, Wood, I have Abrams. Well, Abrams over at short. What am I thinking? Yeah. But still, I mean, you also got Lane Thomas in the outfield as That'd well. That'd be huge to them if they could find their guy at shortstop. It would really expedite this rebuild. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's Abrams right there. Yeah, so that's what he was brought over here for. Um, do you have a breakout? I do, I do. Candidate? Cole Reagans on the Royals. Yeah. Went to Treadline, Pipeline. I think, it was, uh, I think it's <laughs> Treadline. Uh, he revamped his fastball. He was on the Rangers early last year, you know, reliever. Kind of pitched, you wicked, know, scarcely. Wicked stuff. But has a disgusting fastball. The velo's up to triple digits. He was phenomenal as a starter. The minute he got to the Royals, he was just absolutely lights out on the mound. Fastball slider. He's got a change up. He does overthrow every now and then, but this is an unbelievable pitcher. Lefty. I think we're going to be looking at a guy who's right up there in the, you know, probably low 200 strikeouts and probably like top seven, top five in AL Cy Young contention because this guy is, he's legit. I think someone that is legit. I'll go I have next. one like slight thing. Abram stole 47 bags last year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he can get a 50s on the table. 50s on the table. How about yeah. 60? <laughs> Dude, he was 47 for 51. Oh, I think he's going to steal 60 then this year. If he stole 47 last They'll year. They'll use that a lot more, yeah. yeah. Cole Reagans will steal 70. But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> I'm going to stick on the Royals train. Choo-choo. Uh, and we're going to go with Vinny Pascantino. <gasps> oh. Cook up. Second best player on that team. Easily. This year. And he's going to pop. How many bombs? 35. I have a name, too. Royals train? Choo-choo? We hopping on? No. Oh. We're not three-peating. No three P. Five killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because that's that's gonna be your let's team. Hear, let's hear it though. That's gonna be your team this year. I am going Grayson Rodriguez from the Baltimore Orioles. I saw that he got sent down last year and he was pitching terrible in the beginning of the year. Then he got called back up, was pitching at a high level, pitching really good. He's got a filthy fastball. I really, really like this guy's stuff. And I think this year, if he stays healthy and he's consistent, he's going to have a breakout season. I could definitely see him being a number two um, in that rotation because Kyle Bradish is not going to start the year. He's going to be on the IL to start. So. Is he in the starting rotation? Or no, or like Brad- I mean, was he in the starting rotation for the playoffs? Or- Bradish or, or Rodriguez? No, Rodriguez? Yeah, he, yeah, he started. Was. I believe yeah. it was game two. I think game yeah. two. Yeah. So I, I sure. think, I think Grayson Rodriguez has, I think he could be a future ace for this team if they don't bring back um, Corbin Burns after this year. I think he can legitimately be an ace for the next five, ten years. He could like, be a two. I see him definitely being at least. Yeah, a two. He's got, he's got filthy stuff. Oh, His stuff is, yeah, he's really, really develop. good. He's, yeah. I think he came up a little bit too early. Yeah. And well, they, the, I think with Rodriguez, he came up too early, but they put him in a high-pressure situation immediately. Like, if you come up as a pitcher, you should kind of get in the rotation as like a 4-5 guy. 
they put him at two one immediately, and it was it was kind of scary to see that this guy that who just got called up not too long ago was pitching game two mm-hmm. in the first round for the Orioles uh, in the postseason. So can I throw a couple names out there and get some thoughts? Throwing some fastballs down the middle. Are we? Crushing? I'll show. All right, I'll I'll start with hitters. I mean, Josh Jung. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he kind of broke out a little. 867 OPS in the World Series run. 867 OPS. Didn't he get injured towards the back half a little bit? I think he He screwed up his wrist. I believe it was maybe late July. Unfortunate. But he still did well in the postseason. But that is a really good call. I like that. Evan Carter. Jordan Walker. Hit 304. I feel like we're waiting for it. 700 OPS. The Cardinals did not use him well last year at all. No. Like it was, he showed flashes. A, it was such a weird season for Jordan Walker when it shouldn't have been. Like he was getting called up and then not, and then it was getting sent back down. I'm like, what are we doing? Like keep him consistent in this lineup, man. Like he deserves it, but they see otherwise. But I'll here. give you two pitchers: Hunter Brown. I don't even know who team that is. Who's that? Astros. Astros. Mm-hmm. Oh, him. Mini, yeah, 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 yeah. Mini Verlander. That's what they call. Him. They called him that early last year, but then he he kind of had a few he, clunkers here and there. <laughs> I think he'll be a little bit better, but I don't know if I completely buy into yeah, him uh-huh. as much as some other pitchers. Fat, your guy, Brandon. Fott. Brandon Fott. Uh, you know what? <laughs> cut your mic. Cut I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be interesting. You know, I think he's one of those guys that probably only does great in NLCSs against. Brett's certain teams off. of the National League, I turn but it down. I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be funnier if he just wasn't good because then it's like, oh wow, we got owned not once but twice by this same pitcher. He's going to give yourself permission to turn your mic. I have. He had I a actually, five seven. Yeah. Last year. Do you guys have any? Do you guys have any like position players or pitchers that might regress this year? Because I have one. You start us off because I got to think. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to stop. I think Zach Gallon's going to regress this year. Mm. Fist pump from Tom. Okay. <laughs> I think so, too. I think he's going to regress because I don't think this is talked about enough. He was not good in the second half of last year. and he or was the ter- playoffs. Or the playoffs. He wasn't even their best pitcher in the postseason. And that's the same team that he was on the that same team. Harper's that Harper's son right there. He, went, he was on the team that went to the World Series, and he is basically their ace. Brandon Fott was their best pitcher, and we were just talking about him just now. Yeah. He was their best pitcher in, in the postseason, I think Zach, I'm not saying he's going to have a bad year, but I don't think he's going to have a Cy Young caliber year like he had this past year. I just see him, I can see him having like a high Mid three threes. ERA, maybe even four, potentially. Uh, I mean, man, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I have another guy who will regress. Blake Snell. Blake Snell will not throw enough innings. He just feels like a Robbie Ray. Get you a Blake Snell jersey. I might. Yeah, (laughs) I I see a maybe a high three, low fours, maybe even a mid fours earned run average out of Snell. I could also see a season where maybe he's battling injuries. You know, that's always been you know, trouble with him in the past, and, and I don't trust that he doesn't really go too deep in games. You know, all the predictors say that he was a bit lucky last year, so I think he feels like it's easier to predict when a pitcher is going to regress than a position player, but he feels yeah. like the one pitcher that I'm pinpointing, as well as Greg with Gallon. Those two feel like guys who will not be as good in 2024. I'm struggling to think of one. I think everyone's going to have a great year. Shish. Except for Vlad. Yeah, except for Vlad. Vlad's <laughs> regressing. Breakout MVP Brandon Belt candidate. is progressing. Oh, my God. I'm going to break my mic. Brandon Belt, AL MVP. <laughs> Brandon Belt. What's he on? the? Is he on the couch right now? He's not signed. No, I don't think so. 
A giant merchant. Pablo Sandoval is back with the Giants. He is. Breakout for uh, Pablo? He's still playing? Yeah, he's, yeah. He looks better than ever, honestly. He was in that, what was he in that, like that Saudi league? He was, yeah. For like yeah. a year? So, yeah. All right, legit. Who, who am I thinking? I can't think of one. This year. Regress, regress, regress. Um, I was going to say a random name. <laughs> Just try and back it up. Um, so let's see. Who do I think is going to regress? That's a really good question because, like, there's not really, like, people stand out as people who can, like, when someone regresses, it's actually, like, a surprise sometimes. Like, Most of the time it is. Usually it's like, whoa, like, this guy regressed? Why? Pitchers, not necessarily, but I think hitters, hitters is just, like, yes. what happened. Xander Bogarts. That's my answer. Xander Bogarts. Yeah. yeah. He will yeah. prove that that was a bad signing. That's a lot of money yeah. to waste on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Greg Connor. No, yep. he's not even looking at me. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Xander Bogarts is going to prove that this contract's going to be bad for San Diego. I don't even think so last year he wasn't really that great. He, he was didn't okay. Earn his money, I think. In my I opinion. thought he was okay. On paper, you're gonna look at him and be like he was all right. Yeah, but like he still had 30 bombs. I think. I think so, but I think he's gonna have a little bit more of a down year again. Padres are not gonna be anything. I feel no. like this year. Dude, I can't think of. They anything. were in an interesting spot where they had Peter Seidler, their owner, who. They wanted to spend money on because yeah. unfortunately. That was a mess. That was like depressing. Hot mess. That was depressing. Yeah. I don't know what was more of a mess, more of the, the Angels or the Padres, because the Padres had like so much hype, like, we're going to the World Series, we're going to the World Series. And they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, it was pretty dust. Like seriously, like that was really bad. Tatis will get better. I think I don't we think it'll get that. better. I think it'll just He's stay a the baller. same. Well, last year it was a little underwhelming. Well, that's because he was out for the first like month. That is true. But he'll be better this year. Yeah. I think just stay healthy. Don't throw mm. anything stupid. Yeah. Don't don't uh don't go biking. Brett's still looking for don't a name. PEDs. I think the Astros lineup as a whole will regress. You just think this is the first year. Wow. You think so you're you think every single hitter lost. will just I think become <laughs> Reese Hoskins. I mean, I don't even <sighs> Your Don's not going away. Your Don you I think you're go down a little bit. I don't Suve's not going away. I don't know. I just think this is an I see aging dynasty. That could be really bad yeah. if Framber does regresses because he's similar to Gallon. Didn't have a great second half. Yeah, you think I mean, he Brett- had the no hitter, but after that, it kind of went. But do you think that these guys could just be bad second half pitchers and that on a could bunch be. of rest they're going to start out again strong? Yeah, maybe it was just I the stamina of the season where they yeah. just relied on too much. That's my fear with Gallon is I just think I mean, he's Valdez done so many innings and whole nine innings. Yeah. Right, they. All those guys you mentioned are innings eaters. Yeah, it's Gallon. Yep. Um, yeah, they eat innings. Fromber, Logan Webb. Yeah, Fromber usually goes seven Webb's eight on a dominant start. No, Webb will be legit. Webb's not going. George Kirby will be legit. Yep. Oh my, my king, George Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Castillo. Put the crown on him. <sighs> Logan Gilbert. Yeah, remember what I said on the last show about the Mariners. Oh yeah, bro, bro thinks he's going to the World Series, bro. And that's not getting a mic cut. Come on. <laughs> I mentioned a breakout candidate. Yeah. <laughs> For the, the kid that rode the Dimebacks World Series. Exactly. That's why your mic gets cut off. Because I'm a true Phillies I mean, fan over here. I did anybody... Fraud, you're a fraud Phillies fan. No, I'm Can a, I just say... Your name is Fred Miller. I'm a Miller professional, <laughs> professional analyst. Fred Miller can I, over here. Can fraud I, Miller. Can I just say... What a joke. Fraud Miller. <laughs> let, me, let me just say... Did anybody expect the World Series to be Rangers, Dimebacks last year? Or like even one of those teams going... Not even to the World Series, but the playoffs last year. Rangers, yeah. I can see it. If Maybe, you tell me that they're getting Scherzer in that rotation, yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about before the season no. last year. 
Yeah, I, I mean, they had Degrom. I thought he was going to be. Healthy. They had potential, but I didn't know if they. I were, think they were at least. I think they were going to be a wild card. They Do- talent. Diamondbacks were young. Yeah, like I legit thought. Like I remember talking about them last year, and I said, like, I see the Rangers kind of progressing a little bit. And they won the whole thing. I thought a lot of their young guys gelled at the right time. Like D-backs, no shot. Josh Young, you know, Nate Lowe's kind of young. Evan Carter really got going. Mm -hmm. They're going to get Langford soon, probably sometime in twenty twenty four, probably May June. They might call him up. Do you think the Diamondbacks there? You think the Diamondbacks take a step back this year? One hundred percent. Well, it's hard. That. It's hard because I don't necessarily know if I love their rotation. If I believe Gallon's going to take a dip back, which I think he is, Merrill Kelly I like, but I don't love. And then outside of those two, cross your fingers. And outside of Corbin Carroll, which you know how I feel about Corbin Carroll. Yep. I don't know if I love their lineup. MVP Moreno I like, but hmm? MVP candidate by the way. Other than Corbin Carroll, they just don't have, you know, three, four guys the way some of these other lineups no, do. I think they're going to take a massive step back. They, we know that I mean, they only well. won 84 games in the regular Didn't season, too. Away. So right. it wasn't like they won 95 games and went to the World They were the series. lowest seed in the Great. National League. Yeah, they were. It didn't blow you They away. just got hot at the right time. But right. it happens, though. Yep. We've really seen this in baseball. baseball for years. Exactly. To think of, like, I might be in a depression. Who came up in that series? Oh, are you still trying to find a regressor? Yeah, I, I've He's making me up. sad. He's talking about how like the Diamondbacks. Like when you when we were watching that series, there huh? other than Corbin Carroll when he was up to bat, and Corbin Carroll sucked in that series. Besides, who came games. up to bat that you were like, oh, this is scary? Christian Walker was like over twenty two. Could tell Marte. Yeah, but like he'd hit a single or a double, and then he did like, have like a long. I don't know. He, if had, a, he had a hitting streak, a ridiculous did. hitting streak. I'm like he had the walk off in <laughs> game. What was it? It just makes it even more. It makes less sense, like how Craig Kimbrell can't back. get worse than he did last season. No. He threw him for way too. Or maybe many he does. Like he gave up a run today. <sighs> now I'm sad. <laughs> it just makes no sense, dude. Yeah. Still to this day, it makes no sense how they lost two at home. You guys know what's in twelve days? Our time to cook up. Oh yeah, draft. Oh, Our draft days in twelve wow. days. I gotta start looking. Uh, yeah, we should do a mock draft, live mock draft on the tenth. Do we put that in there for next week? We could. We could do that. Are we doing a show next week? Yeah, yeah. we will. All right. Will you be here? We'll be here. Oh, we'll be, be here. here I'll be question. here. All right. Cool. Wait. Why wouldn't I? Be? Spring break the following. Like spring break's the next day. I'll just leave next time. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> nice. We'll do that next show. I'll we'll do be a live here. mock draft. Yeah. Why not? Phenomenal. Because there will not be much talk about because I don't think Montgomery or Snow will be signed. No, they're (laughs) holding out. They will not. That might be an April experience. A mock draft. Why not? So, but and I'm not sitting here breaking down spring training ball. I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. You want to finish it off? Nah, you finish it off. You want me to finish it off? Well, that's gonna do it for tenth inning as it reaches three o'clock. I don't have class, so my alarm's not going off today. So shout out my three thirty professor. Clap it up. Um. But yeah, that's going to do it for Tom Hill, Greg Mazzo. My name's Jack Miller with Brett Miller, mm-hmm. your host for the 10th Inning Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in and have a great rest of your Thursday.